Gold Rim Podcast with your hosts, Sophia Garcia and Tascan Arisha. Tune in as we interview those affected by childhood cancer, gather perspectives, and help others find comfort in their expertise. Today, we'll be talking with the CKF chapters and discuss their ventures and accomplishments as a chapter. Today, joining us, we have leaders from the Maryland CKF chapter. Would you guys like to introduce yourself? So, hi, my name is Marcia Yeni, and I am the leader, and my project manager isn't here today because he, like, had something else to do, but um, his name is Kian, um, and yeah. Okay, so just starting off, how did you first hear about Cancer Kids First? Um, so it's actually funny because um, I saw it on TikTok first and I was just scrolling and I know it was a video um, talking about just gaining um, service hours. And I looked into, I went on the website and I looked into like the organization more and I know that I just didn't want to like just do service hours. But yeah, I, I found it on TikTok. What made you want to start a CKF chapter? Um, so I've always kind of like been in like the hospital type of scene just because um, to be with my family have sickle cell. So it's like, I'm always in the hospital with them or whatever, anything else. And I know that I just always wanted to help because it's kind of disheartening, like seeing the kids in like a hospital, just being in that environment and not being able to have like a regular childhood. So I always wanted to help, but I just didn't know what the best way I could. So just seeing cancer kids first, it was kind of like the perfect opportunity for me to do something that I always wanted to do and like actually like take part in it and it's actually fun so what does your ckf chapter in maryland do specifically um so specifically for us is um we're project-based so we do a lot of like fundraisers and like we work with local businesses that's one of our biggest things um every like for example, we work with like um, Franklin's Toys and we just like work with whoever, like any local business owners that are like willing to donate like whatever they have or if it's money or, you know, set up like a donation box outside the store. So we're very much like hands-on fundraisers like type of thing. What are both of your roles as a CKF um, Maryland's chapter leader? So for me, basically I kind of oversee everything. Um, Usually me or the project uh, manager, we have like the ideas, like if I have an idea of something we could possibly do for a fundraiser, um, I'll just kind of like bring it to a meeting, start that off. And so my, my job basically is just to like oversee everything, kind of bring ideas, make sure everything's running smoothly, making sure that kind of like um, our donations are making it to the right places and that we're working with the right business owners. Um, like I talk to business owners, like I can go into like their store and ask them um, if they would like to work with us and like taking the twist to the hospitals. Um, and my project manager, we kind of do the same things. Like he um, is kind of like, works on the projects, like the logistics, like getting like, for example, getting boxes to the store and how we're going to collect the donations. But basically we kind of work hand in hand and do almost the same things, but yeah. So you mentioned that you have, well, the two roles that we know of are the chapter leader and project manager. Are there mm -hmm. any other like members or roles that are part of the chapter? Yes, there are. There's um, I think of social media, which I, I'm currently doing that because they're um, kind of inactive right now. We have a secretary and some other members that I can't remember right now. But yeah, we have like multiple people and just people that just volunteer like with like um, cards, like people they could just like, you know, if they want to do like a few cards, they can do that. But we have definitely like more people working within the um, chapter. Um, has your CKF chapter partnered with nearby hospitals and or possibly other chapters? 
Yeah, so we have partnered with the University of Maryland um, this summer, the one in Baltimore this summer, we actually went over there and delivered a bunch of toys and like the pictures was on our Instagram. Uh, we are also partnered with Johns Hopkins. We haven't done any like project or fundraisers with them yet, um, but we are partnered with them. But yeah, it's just those two hospitals that we are with. And how did those partnerships begin? Um, so basically I, the, the University of Maryland Baltimore one is like one of the closest one with the um, pediatric wards. So um, I just looked on their website. We found, um, I think her name was Miss um, Hannah. Uh, and I, I sent her an email. She was super duper nice um, and willing to work with us. They gave us a list of things that they needed. Um, and we were, we did, we ran like movie nights and like donations and we sold bracelets and all those type of things. Um, and we were able to raise the funds and we got the toys and we delivered them to them. So most of them were just like on the website or like through email, but just talking to somebody in the pediatric ward. How does it feel to be a part of the impact of the wider CKF organization? Honestly, it feels like, it feels great. And um, it's like, I understand like the impact of like cancer and stuff on like kids and their childhood and just like having kind of your childhood stripped away from you at such a young age. Um, it's something that's very sad and just being able to provide them with just a little relief, like just if it's just five minutes of like not having to worry about anything and just being able to be a kid, like read a book, play with your toys or anything. It feels really great that we can just offer, like I can be a part of something that just offers like a sense of relief and a sense of like normalcy in their childhood, even though like what they're going through is like, it's not normal at all, but you know, just being able to um, offer something that makes them feel better about um, just for like a little bit. And I think that's that's like what makes me really happy about being a part of Cancer Kids First. So have you faced any challenges like within working and like leading the CKF chapter? Yeah, definitely. Um, a lot of people that are like are in the chapter were still in high school. Um, so figuring out our different schedules because um, it's very it can be very challenging because if we want to do like a donation, um, I don't know who's like gonna be able to because I don't know if they're like it's kind of hard to sync everybody's schedules and just make sure everybody's on the same page and also like working with business owners can be a little challenging because some of them are like a little skeptical um which I understand um but yeah the most challenges are just like scheduling challenges and just like finding business owners that are actually like um, most business owners are very willing to work with us um but just finding like figuring out the logistics and everything within that can get a little challenging but we make it work This is a reminder, study Korean. Are there any specific difficulties you faced while partnering with hospitals? Because you mentioned that you partnered with other hospitals, but you also mentioned difficulties while partnering with other businesses that you've gone to. So are there any specific difficulties you faced in that area? Yeah, so um, especially with the um, COVID-19, there are a lot of restrictions placed on like who can come into the pediatric wards and that just kind of extends to what you're bringing to there so some of the things like we're not allowed to um bring because most of it doesn't have to be like newly used because you know we don't want to they don't want to bring any like outside infection to the ward to just like because then it, it should be like a confined space so the only like um challenge that we're faced is just making sure that everything we're bringing in is like sterilized and new um and just making sure it's like matches their list because we're given a specific list and like for example if we get um if we set up a donation box and some things in that donation box um don't match up with their list then we have to like kind of find something to do with those things um because we can't take them to the hospital because they're not going to take them um so that's really the only challenge is just um with like working with the hospitals 
you mentioned COVID-19 being um, one of your difficulties. So um, how do you feel your chapter has sort of adjusted to this pandemic and how have they went forward with it? So we, um, uh, the chapter actually started during the pandemic. Um, so I think the the main thing that we have just done is just making sure that we're keeping like whatever we're taking to the kids is like, like I said, like new stuff that's not like not being used so that we're not bringing any like outside infection inside that space um, or just like taking that extra time to wipe things off. And something we've been trying to do is just like doing things like um, gift cards, something that's not like, you know, they can do whatever, they can kind of go out and buy their own things with it. Um, that's how we've kind of progressed, like doing like things that's not just tangible, if that makes sense. And like, not like secondhand, like getting things new and then just wiping things down and like sterilizing before we take them to the hospitals. Do you think social media also played a role in helping you during this pandemic? Like yeah. spreading? Yeah, so, cause I found Cancer Kids first off on social media. And when we first started our chapter, we started a social media page. Um, most of the people that are in our chapter were helping us or like they do it virtually, like we have our meetings virtually. And um, we had a movie night. So that's, that's, well, that was one of our first like fundraisers. And a lot of the people that came were people from like Instagram and stuff. And uh, and our main promoting like um, channel is Instagram and like social media. So it's really like a good force to push for us. And I know I've, we've worked with some businesses that we communicated through social media and they found us through social media and they were willing to work with us. So um, definitely it's been like a huge help because it just connects us to the right people at the right time. Do you think that being a teenager also posed any challenges um, while also creating this chapter? Yeah, so um, obviously, like I said, like most business owners, they're very willing to help, but some of them are skeptical, like, because we are teenagers, they don't know if we're like, you know, if we're doing the right things, or like, how like it's working out. So there's been a lot of like, um, people just like, kind of iffy about it, because then they don't know, because we look young. Um, but being able to provide like, you know, the um, company 501k, 501c, is um has like kind of helped with that. But yeah, there's been some like, Oh, I don't know if I want to work with you guys because you're like your kids. <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, yeah, that's the that's the biggest issue that we've had. How did you build that trust eventually? Because you mentioned how a lot of times people are really iffy about working with teenagers or businesses um, don't feel comfortable working a lot of times with other chapters. So how do you build that trust? I think the biggest thing with the trust is just showing them that we're not taking these toys or these resources and keeping it for ourselves. Um, like, for example, when we um, took the toys from Franklin, like when we got the toys from Franklin Toys um, and we took them to the University of Maryland, we take a picture. Um, so like kind of like they can I need to tell them if you want to see proof that what we're doing here is real you can either like go on our like social media account and you can see like proof that we're actually taking these things to the hospitals and like there's a nurse present there so it's not like we're just like keeping the resources for ourselves and also we usually direct them to the um, organization's website so they can see like you know there's like if we are legit allowed to do this and like we're we have all the legal like um, forms to do that so that's one way that we always like kind of build trust that we are doing the right thing it's not just for selfish reasons so you mentioned starting uh the chapter like over the pandemic so how did you go about starting the chapter just for like anyone interested doing yeah so um the um the whole process was actually very very easy and simple for me um I know I saw it on like um, on TikTok and I went on the website and I let, that led me to the Instagram and there was like a um, I think like a sign on form and I just I filled that out um, I had an interview with 
I think the founder, Olivia, and somebody else, I can't remember her name. Um, and they were super nice. They asked me like questions about myself, um, other like volunteer things I did, the reasonings why I wanted to do this. And it was it was honestly one of the best interview experiences I've ever had because they were super sweet. Um, and it was kind of nice seeing people that were closer to my age interviewing me. Um, and it was, it was it, like, I was a little nervous, but after like a few minutes into the interview, like I felt fine. And like, I, they told me I could start my, um, chapter like almost instantly they just like took a few minutes to you know just talk about it and they told me we could start and everything's been going pretty well they provided us with, with some resources to be able to like kickstart like um and it was it's been like the interview process is very very easy and it's doable for anybody that wants to do it do you think working with um people closer closer to your age like olivia for example as you said she was pretty nice um do you think working with people closer to your age also help being able to um do this chapter yeah absolutely because it's it's easier to talk to people that are closer to your age um so having people around me that's kind of like the same age as me or like people in the um, organization organization that's kind of the same age as us is just it makes more like it makes us feel a lot comfortable um and it definitely helps a lot because then they're, it's very approachable like I can I feel like I can talk to them because they work closer in age and I can ask them for stuff and then we, if we have questions we can kind of ask and it's not like kind of intimidating um so having people closer to our age definitely definitely helps what are some of your goals for your chapter in the future so some of my our goals is um, a lot of us are moving to college soon and we're not going to be in Maryland um so a lot of so one of the goals I want to do before I leave I want to make sure that we are like establishing a very strong foundation because I don't want to leave the I don't want to leave this chapter and like nothing's going to be done um we're looking for people that we can hand it over to while still being able to oversee stuff from whatever state we do decide to go to um so one of the goals for us is just doing as much projects as we can while we can and while we're still in the state um but mostly just to create a solid foundation of people that are going to be here that can still run things when we're not here. And just like before we ended off, um, if anyone wants to join the Maryland chapter, could you just say like a little bit of how they could do that? Yeah, so absolutely. Um, the best way is just like on our Instagram, there's like two to three people on, our, on the Instagram accounts. So like if I, I don't have the chance to, my project manager probably can or the social media manager probably can. So just like texting the um, Instagram page and just say, um, like expressing that interest. And like, we're like, we're, we're more than happy to have more help like with um, the chapter. So if you just text the, um, the Instagram page, like somebody's gonna get back to you and we're gonna be able to do all of that for you. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Thank you so much. This was so fun. <laughs> thank you. Have an amazing day. You too. Thank you. So today joining us, we have leaders from the Parkland CKF chapter. Would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Yeah. I'm Maddie. Hi, I'm Sasha Haber. <laughs> and I'm Sasha Haber. And we're presidents. Okay, so we're just gonna move on to the questions now. So how did you guys first hear about Cancer Kids First? So I had a friend who was a, an ambassador and she introduced it to me and I really was into the idea. I first, I moved here, I just moved here at the time. And so I wanted to get involved and I became an ambassador and I was, about, I was an ambassador for about a year and then I wanted to start a chapter. So that's how I heard about it. So Maddie was telling me about the activity she was doing as an ambassador. And I was like, oh, like they're cool. 
So I became ambassador too, and we did the Valentine's Day event, and just kind of like we had so much fun and wanted to make chapters. So what made you guys want to start a camp chapter? So I, like I said, I was an ambassador at first, but um, I also have like a connection to cancer in my family. Like my uncle, he had brain cancer and it really impacted my family. Um, so I wanted to do something to help kids that were um, struggling with cancer anything that I could because I I knew firsthand what the impact was so I brought the idea to Sasha too yeah so what does your CKF chapter do specifically like in terms of like events or fundraisers or other things so we started our chapter I think it was last April and so far we had um we did a blanket event where we made over 30 blankets to donate to Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital. And then we did care packages. This was just with board because COVID was bad at the time. So we put like stuffed animals and socks and these like rainbow catchers from Double Rainbow Project. And then we did a we partnered with these cookies, which are actually not a neighborhood. And we raised, I think like $250. So then we got gift cards for Mother's Day to give Starbucks gift cards to the families of people of children with cancer. And we did um, three heartstrings, which is a local nonprofit. For oh yeah. So we're friends with the like presidents and stuff, like because they go to our school and stuff. Well, my school. So we partnered with them, and we made like. $800, I think, and we're going to use that money to do a lot more for the kids. So we want to get more fleece because we want to start doing the blanket making like event like four times a year, like for each season. It was really successful. And we basically we're just waiting for the break to be over so we can package them with the board and bring them to Joe DiMaggio. So I feel like we we've done a lot of par partnerships and I want to keep doing that. And right now, forgot, but right now we're actually having a partnership with the Double Rainbow Project. We have our own um, we have our own um, like pack that we made with them of of sun catchers. So, yeah. What are some leadership roles within um, your chapter? We have a really big board. Last year we did ambassadors, but this year we decided to do more like a national position. So we have us two as co-presidents and then we have a vice president, two social media managers, an event coordinator, two secretaries and two treasurers. So how does the process go of like choosing leadership for your chapter? So, so we have, you can go. <laughs> uh, okay, so we sent out a Google form and a lot of people signed up or applied and then met on Zoom with applicants and then we just picked from there. We also, um, we, well, we have a Remind because that's, we use, we use the app Remind in, our, in my school and I think Sasha does too. So we just made one of those and 
we made an Instagram, all that kind of stuff to promote the chapter. And we sent out, we sent like everything out on there. Um, so we sent the board, um, what's it called? The board form, I guess, out on there. And we also, well, I reached out to my, the, I don't know what her exact position is, but she's an administrator at my school. So I reached out to her and she posted it on our school's like canvas page. So that got us a lot of um, like people that were interested. So has your CKF chapter partnered with any nearby hospitals or other chapters? So yeah, our, well, we haven't partnered with any nearby chapters yet, but that's definitely something we'd be into, but we have um, partnered with Joe DiMaggio Children's Hospital in Hollywood, Florida. Um, we delivered our care packages there. We're delivering the blankets there. And we're actually working on a day where we're going to go in and play with the kids, do a um, an art project, stuff like that. So I really, I love partnering with Joe DiMaggio. Um, and they've been really, really kind and very open to like ideas and stuff. So I definitely want to expand to other hospitals as well. But so far we've focused with Joe DiMaggio and it's been like a really good experience. So how did the partnership begin with um, the Joe DiMaggio hospital? We, well, we reached out to them because I, okay, so I, have scoliosis so I I've been there before so I um that's how I kind of knew that I wanted to start going there because I've been there before so I reached out to the people that I guess like we emailed I don't remember who exactly we emailed I think her name was Kim (laughs) but yeah yeah and we emailed her we found her email on, on the website so um yeah, we emailed her. We asked her if there was anything we could do, if she needed, if they needed anything. Cause I know a lot of the time, like the hospitals have like pages of like wish lists and stuff on Amazon, or they have like a PDF of like stuff that they need for the kids. So we found those. We reached out to her. She connected. She could have us. been nicer. Yeah, she was super, super nice. I was, we, I was really thankful for her because she got back to us super quick and, she really helped us do this and um we basically first we dropped off the care packages and then we were then we we kept talking to her because we wanted to figure out another idea and they were opening this like what's it called like the play area a play or a playroom where we can go in but only up to four of us but it's still great and you can do an activity yeah, for an and hour. we get to play with the kids, yeah, for like an hour. So she connected us with the, like, the people who were in charge of that. And we've been talking to them. And yeah, we're gonna, we just have to figure out a day. How does it feel to be a part of the impact of the wider CKF organization? Well, it feels obviously amazing. And this organization is so amazing. It just reaches so many kids and helps so many people. It's just great to be involved with that. Yeah, I agree. I, like, I honestly, like, couldn't have asked for anything else 
Like, I feel like this is a perfect way to get involved. I love being a part of this organization because, you know, it's teen led. So I feel like people take us seriously within the organization. And I feel like through that, we've been able to connect. I feel like we can connect with the kids more and we can kind of understand what they want. Like, for example, like the blankets, like, I don't know, like we would know like, ooh, maybe they would want like a butterfly one or a heart one or something like that. But not even just that, but I feel like when we go meet with them, I know that we'd be able to like have a conversation with them and stuff about like relevant things. So I feel like being a part of this organization specifically is just amazing. And I'm really grateful and proud to be a part of it. So like knowing that CKF is team led, we know there's some challenges that come with that. So what are any challenges that you have faced within your CKF chapter, like just in general, or maybe because you're a teenager? So in general, the biggest one is starting this bank account. Okay. Like it is so hard because it's hard to, I guess, like open an umbrella account I don't know it's some like confusing thing but that's been one of the biggest challenges so if you are looking to start one make sure you have that figured out before but um other than that I wouldn't say we've had any cha- uh, like challenges because we're teenagers would you Sasha that's just juggling everything you know school extracurriculars and just being a teenager <laughs> yeah I would say that but other than that like we also felt like time. COVID because we couldn't see the kids for a while. They're just starting to open it up. I think, yeah. And the other challenge is to be aboard with teenagers. I forgot this. To be yeah. aboard with teenagers is very difficult because some people are doing sports. Some people are doing other extracurriculars. So it's hard to find a time for everybody to work together. And a lot of the time it ends up being like, Ooh, when can you do this? When can you do this? Oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. So it's just like hard to juggle everyone's schedules together. But other than that, I feel like we've had a pretty good, like easy way of starting. You've mentioned the COVID pandemic um, sort of being a difficulty. Um, what other difficulties do you think um, were prevalent because of the COVID pandemic and how have you has your chapter changed um, for the pandemic? So we started actually kind of like in the middle, I would say, of the pandemic. So we didn't have it before. So I don't know what we would have done before the pandemic or even like when it first started. I don't really like it would have been hard. But um, we did a lot of things. Just us two, I guess, like reaching out to people when we first started we would reach out to like people like we reached out to the cookie place Simmy's Bakehouse we reached out to three heartstrings we first started actually talking with them like really like early on to our chapters start like we even went to meet them at a farmer's market and like we designed the bracelets but um yeah like we did a lot of things just the two of us that's also a reason why we did the ambassadors because we didn't we knew we didn't have to necessarily meet with them like on a board meeting and stuff because of COVID so after the school year was over we were like you know what like COVID's getting like better so we will have a board like we will have other people to do stuff with us 
that's when we really started doing the in-person stuff. So we just started really doing the in-person stuff. Like the care packages was the, were the like first things we did. And then the blankets we just did was like the full community. And we actually partnered with my school's National Honor Society. And they helped us, you know, like get the word out. We got a lot of people through that. So for any of our like listeners, a lot of our listeners come from like CKF. So um, for anyone like interested, can you just share about how you went about like starting the chapter? So, well, we started with an Instagram and a remind, and then we told everybody we knew. We went our youth group. We told everybody there, and it's there. And also to um, for to actually like start it officially, we went to the website there's a little like tab I think for volunteering we went on there and we filled out a form we got an email we like got an email from them we had a time to schedule a zoom like meeting kind of where she gave us like the rundown of what it means to start a chapter what we had to do like the requirements all the stuff like that she approved us so then we were able to do the Instagram remind all that stuff yeah it was great she told us like all these tips and she actually gave us like a lot of confidence to like go out there and actually do it yeah Olivia (laughs) what are some of your goals for your chapter in the future obviously to get bigger and help more kids go into the hospitals do more activities go to other hospitals, see what they need, help them do activities there, just get bigger, have more people involved. And one of our board members, um, she came up with the idea, well, her mom had went through cancer before and she beat it, but um, her mom told her about an idea that she had, which was kind of like a catalog, sort of, where she would get free, like, like Ubers or free socks or free like meal plans, stuff like that, because she was so tired. She couldn't do, like she couldn't, she didn't want to drive herself to appointments and stuff. And obviously that's a little bit different with kids, but we could obviously adjust those needs. Like, like, I don't know, like maybe like a pedicure or like a manicure, something just like little things that would cheer the kids up that, you know, like we could give them. So I really want to start partnering with other people so that we can actually make that possible. Like maybe like a nail salon near the hospital or something, or like, I don't know, like a, a local, like small business or like a boutique or something. So they could give us stuff and we could use that through the catalog idea kind of to give it to the kids. And I just really want to bring them joy and comfort because I know it's really hard going through what they're going through. And see what they want to be able to talk to them. Yeah. So those are all the questions we have, but thank you guys so much for joining us today. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. It really means a lot for you guys to have us. Okay. Have an amazing day. You too. Bye. Happy New Year. Before we end today's episode off, we have our Sunday trivia shout outs. If you want to be featured in next week's Sunday trivia shoutouts, make sure to check our Instagram at the Gorbin Podcast every other Sunday where we host trivia. And if you play to the end, you'll be included in the next week's shoutouts. This week's shoutouts are Anya Sony, Ira Ray, Daniela, 
Ingrid the Smile, Ivan's GM, Anushka Malay, Clarissa R, Alexis Dominique, Natalie underscore Mazaris, Jasmine Anya, Kay Moreno, Sandra, Safia Soa, Olivia Dafbunny, Mihir Sakar, Ashley Champion, Nikki, Maya Tiburcio, Mata B underscore dot E, Scarlet dot LZ, B underscore N underscore Alaska, Sophia Salazar dot underscore, Serene dot Amer, Alyssa dot Cloward, Procade and Hater, Lexi Sevilla, Gabby Castro, Michelle Saldina Martinez, Mo Maya, Iman Schick, Ava Schapp, Isabella Santoyo, Lena, Abby, and Daniela Vilas. If you or someone you know are looking to support childhood cancer patients and help don't experience a better childhood but are stuck on how, Cancer Kids First may be the answer for you. Cancer Kids First is a nonprofit organization started by high schooler Olivia Zhang that aims to improve the childhoods of cancer patients. Through volunteer work, donations, fundraising, and the creation of this podcast, those working with Cancer Kids First work to further his mission. If you're interested, go to www.cancerkidsfirst.org get involved to get involved. Another way to support the mission of Cancer Kids First is to listen to this podcast and follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at The Gordon Podcast and Twitter at TGR underscore on air. You can also get in touch with us through our email, Podcast at gmail.com. Episodes will be airing two times a month. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of The Gordon Podcast. If you have any ideas for or want to be involved with future episodes, make sure to check out the link in our Instagram bio. Have a nice day and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.